they returned every day at the same time to the same place. A series of podcasts by Martin Spangberg. A brief introduction follows after today's episode. Today's episode will be read twice as it is somewhat complex. Episode 4. Form. Form follows function. But what if that's only so true? Is it perhaps an evasive maneuver, obscuring a fascination for form? Something that have required a disclaimer ever mentioned for at least the last 50 years. Or reversed, is superimposing function onto form a method that eliminates the intensity possessed by form? Or is form void of function, something to fear because it communicates nothing more than itself, which means that it is indifferent to power. Form has often been associated with homogenization and even totalitarianism. Form is cold, lacks empathy, and is inhuman. A deficiency that routinely has been substituted by function or content that instead is appreciated as relational, performative and social. The assumption being that form with function is positive, whereas form without is negative or even dangerous. Now ponder the possibility of the exact opposite, that it's when form and function is additively conjoined, confirming each other, that things get nasty. The result being a self-confirming loop, where form and function, function and form, in other words, matter and meaning, support each other ad infinitum so to say, sealed dialectics that encompasses everything and therefore cannot be challenged. With its emphasis on language, post-structural philosophy argued that representation is the single capacity through which objects, time, space and reality can be encountered. The ramifications being that meaning, or semiotics, became omnipresent, and that everything else transformed into meaning as representation had become ubiquitous, which consequently implied that form in itself lost all relevance and instead only could be interpreted and reactivated as political. 
function or content is invariably a matter of dominance and power. Function thrives on power because function flourish only as long as it is active. Whereas form is indifferent and exists no matter what. Being was exorcised out of form and made it homeless in the powerhouse of performativity. The difficulty is not to fill form with function, but rather how to engage with form, avoiding to fall for the temptations of meaning. Form withdraws from function at the same time as function labors for its assimilation. Form that coagulates transforms into norm, an empty norm, or call it formalism, is also known as sadism or abuse of power. On the other hand, form without function, detached from power, the will to assimilation and the opponent, spectator or recipient, instead of being guided or told what to do, how to function, is given a tacit permission to venture freely in a landscape without footpaths and generate his, her or their own agency. <clears throat> Dance does not need function. Function suppresses dance and transforms it into meaning, prepackaged and ready to digest. Dance cares for form. It's not formalist. On the contrary, dance that cares for form offers the recipient to experience the dance as a prerequisite to experience his, hers, or themselves as unconditional agency. And the second time, episode four, form. Form follows function. But what if that's only so true? Is it perhaps an evasive maneuver obscuring a slight fascination for form? Something that over the last 50 years has required a disclaimer whenever mentioned. Fascination for form has been understood as dubious or reversed. Is form follows function? The superimposition of function onto form, a method to eliminate the intensity possessed by form. Or is form void of function, something to fear because it communicates nothing more than itself, which means it is indifferent to power. Form has often been associated with homogenization 
and totalitarianism. Form is cold, lacks empathy, and is inhumane. A deficiency that routinely has been substituted by function or content or say meaning that instead is appreciated as relational, performative and social. The assumption being that form with function is positive, whereas form without is negative or even dangerous. Now ponder the possibility of the exact opposite, that it is when form and function, or function and form, is additively conjoined, confirming each other, that things get nasty. The result being a self-confirming loop where form and function, in other words, matter and meaning, support each other ad infinitum. As so to say, sealed dialectics that encompasses everything and therefore cannot be challenged. With its emphasis on language, post-structural philosophy argue that representation is the single capacity through which objects, time, space and reality can be encountered. The ramifications being that meaning, or semiotics, became omnipresent and that everything else transformed into meaning as representation had become ubiquitous, which consequently implied that form in itself lost all relevance and instead only could be interpreted and reactivated as political. Function or content is invariably a matter of dominance and power. Function thrives on power because function flourish only as long as it is active, whereas form is indifferent and exists no matter what. Being was thus exorcised out of form and made it homeless in the powerhouse of performativity. The difficulty is not to fill form with function, but rather how to engage with form, avoiding to fall for the temptation of meaning. Form withdraws from function at the same time as function labors for its assimilation. Form insists on its independence of its being object at the same time as function labors for its assimilation, its becoming subject. Form that coagulates transforms into norm, empty norm, call it formalism, is also known as sadism or abuse of power. On the other hand, form without function, detached from power, the will to assimilation and the opponent, spectator or recipient, 
instead of being guided or told what to do, how to function, is given a tacit permission to venture freely in a landscape without footpaths and generate his, her or their own agency. Dance does not need function. Function suppresses dance and transforms it into meaning, prepackaged and ready to digest. Dance that cares for form is not formalist. Au contraire, mon ami. Dance that cares for form offers the recipient, the viewer, to experience the dance as a prerequisite to experience her, him, or themselves as unconditional agency. They returned every day at the same time to the same place. A podcast by Martin Spangberg. This is a new episode of a series of 26 short podcasts corresponding to a project called They Returned Every Day at the Same Time to the Same Place. The project is hosted by Leo.org, curated by Francesca Verga. It consists of 26 stances presented through the web platform during the same amount of days. Next to the dances that are choreographed and danced by Martin Spangberg, at times with guests. A collection of brief reflections will be presented to ultimately form a so-called abecedaire, hence 26 episodes. In order to make these reflections accessible in different ways, this series of podcasts will be presented and remain accessible for a number of popular hosts. Each episode, barely 10 minutes long, elaborates on a word or notion, how it is articulated in Spangberg's practice, and how it is in different ways situate dance aesthetically, socially, and vis-a-vis its environments. The background music has been created specifically for the podcast by Martin Spangberg. Special thanks to Sydney Barnes, Emilou Rosling, and Christa Spangberg for their support and care, Lucas Eiger for proofreading the text, and most of all to Francesca Verga for insisting and patience. Without Francesca's enthusiasm, this project would never have seen the light of day. A special thanks further to Marcella Giesche and Lake Studios Berlin. The project is supported by the Swedish Art Council, Fond Dattelre Künste, and Distanzen Berlin. The dances and the written versions of the podcast can be found at liu.org, that is L-I-A-U-X.org.